0: Hey, what's up, AfterBuzzers? Welcome back to The Bull Type Season 3, Episode 10. This is the season finale. You guys, Jane got back with Pinstripe. Sutton bought Richard a ticket to San Francisco. And Cap broke up with both Tia and Adina. Clearly, we have a lot to cover, so stay tuned.
1: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... Hey, what's up guys? Love. Welcome back.
0: We are here. I cannot believe it's already the season finale. I feel like the show has been lasting a long time, but at the same time, it's been so short.
1: It's funny that you say that, Carla, because I was literally just talking to you about how I <laughs> like, wow, the show seemed to went, go by pretty quickly. Yes, it really did. Um, you guys, we are missing
0: my dear co-host, Allie and Krista tonight, but I have Veronica, the one and only, joining me tonight. Thank you so much for always being such a trooper and being
1: here to cover us.
0: Of course.
1: I love this show, and I'm always excited when you guys ask me to join you.
0: We are excited to have you here. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Okay, well,
0: without any further ado, let's go ahead and move into the show. What did you think
1: about the episode in general? I thought there was a lot going on, and... I think there was obviously a lot of relationship drama going on, which they kind of set up last episode. Mm -hmm. And you know what? For the most part, I'm very satisfied to see that none of our characters, for the most part, kind of had an unhappy ending. They all seemed kind of satisfied towards the end of this episode, which I was very excited about. But I'm very curious what's going to happen, because, you know, Scarlet Magazine took a big hit this episode versus the dot-com, so that last scene has me... Crazy to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, actually, I was very surprised
0: by tonight's episode because of the way that it ended you know it ended with a lot of loose strings and at the t- i don't know if at the time that they were filming they knew that they were getting a like fourth season but if they wouldn't have like if we were waiting right now to know if they were getting a fourth season i would be so impatient i would be like okay when when did the news come out like i need to know because i need answers because everything was left off with like you don't know what's to come next mm-hmm. so it was great That they did it that way because we know that there is a fourth season coming. But if there wasn't one, I would be so not patient right now.
1: (laughs) I like that you brought that up, Carla, because I would be like half and half. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, with Jane and maybe Kat, I would have been like, you know what? they kind of and tied up their loose ends for the most part, so I would have been okay with, you know, how it ended there with them, but with Sutton and basically Scarlet as a company, I would have yeah. been very impatient <laughs> because I have no clue what's going to happen next for them. This is true. Well, without further ado, you guys, let's move into
0: our three main topics of tonight. We're going to talk about Kat, Jane, Sutton, a little bit about Scarlet, and then we're going to do our bold topics of the night, and we'll wrap up with some future predictions. So, first, let's start out with with Kat you guys at first I was very nervous because Kat broke up with Tia and then I was like wait is she really gonna go back with Adina and then we get that she breaks up with Adina as well and she's choosing herself how do we feel about this
1: You know, to be perfectly honest, I'm very proud of Kat. I think she was struggling a lot in the beginning of this episode. And even at the end of the last episode, I was very nervous because she was kind of straddling these two relationships. And as much as, you know, I did love her fiery relationship with Adina. And, of course, that was her first love, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Veronica. Of course. Um, You guys, I just saw you in the chat. You are saying that there is no sound on your end. I have said that out loud, so hopefully um, our engineers will be able to fix that. We are so sorry that you can't hear us right now, but hopefully the um, problem will be resolved soon. Thank you so much for pointing it out.
1: Yes, I was also saying that in the chat. Thank you so much uh, for pointing it out because, of course, we want you to hear what we have to talk about, (laughs) and you guys showed up on time, so we want you to be able to hear what we're talking about. Yes, exactly and we so we were talking. Uh, you were saying about Cat. Yes, yes, yes. Excuse me. <clears throat> um I was nervous honestly about this relationship with Cat and these excuse me, these two relationships that she was kind of dealing with. I I'll be perfectly honest I was kind of rooting for Tia just because I kind of wanted to see Cat evolve from her first relationship and especially because Tia made it a point that she was very nervous kind of exploring this relationship with Kat. Well, this is completely new for Tia. Exactly. And so I was very nervous of kind of Tia feeling regret or anything like that. So I was very nervous about that. But I'm very happy that Kat is taking time for herself. I think that kind of going through the election took a toll on her. And I'm very happy that she's kind of trying to find herself and trying to just put Scarlett as her goal right now, just trying to work at Scarlett.
0: Yeah. Um, See, for me, (laughs) I'm kind of really proud for her because she had this kind of... Um, experience while running for a campaign of what it's like to be like an independent woman and trying to find herself I think this was a moment where Kat was really challenged and it was really interesting to her have like to come out of this and be like okay I lost but not only did I lose the campaign now I'm gonna lose both of the people that I was interested in and not and like by choice you know like the two girls is just like I'm letting them go because I need to figure out what I'm doing and I think that's so healthy I am so proud of Kat and I think it's such a selfish thing for her to do because sometimes I feel like when we're trying to figure things out we drag people along and we're not really sure like what we're doing and it kind of ends up hurting the relationship so I think it was so good of her like to just be like yo I I need time by myself and hopefully she figures it out and now we know that Adina is going to be um, working at Scarlett yes she's going to be working at Scarlett she is now going to be the in house photographer which doesn't surprise me, but I like this because now we don't have to wait to see if, like, Adina's going to move out. We kind of see, like, there will be eventually a future for all of us who are, like, Kadina fans. We want to make sure that we're able to, like, see them together eventually later
1: when Kat tries to figure things out. I really wonder how this is going to affect Kat's kind of work-life balance because it's very clear from the end of this episode that Adina is not happy with kind you know she's upset by the choice that cat is making because she clearly wanted to come back into this and really give things with cat another go around but now that she's basically going to be in cat's presence it might be a constant reminder for her that you know right now cat doesn't want to give her another shot and so i really wonder if there's going to be some new tension growing there yeah probably it's kind of like
0: I know, I always think that relationships in the workplace you have to be careful with because if you're going to be together and then not be together and still be around each other, it's kind of like, where where do you draw the line, you know? You can't, you can't even be dating other people because you get to see them all the time and then they find out that you work with them, so it's kind of like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I'm excited for them because I feel like Kat and Adina are going to be
1: endgame, maybe, for the show. What do mm. you think? Um... You know what? I can definitely see them being endgame, but I think if they were to get back together right now, it would kind of make me not want them to be endgame. I think it would be more satisfying if, you know, they were together in the beginning. They kind of had this time apart. We got to see Cat explore other relationships, and then they come back together naturally. And it's like, oh, I remember. We'll- I remember that relationship. Are you talking about
0: exploring other relationships like Tia or, like, she other can somebody else? Other relationships in general. Really? hmm I don't know that she'll get to experience other relationships.
1: Really? What well, yeah. makes you think that?
0: Well, because right now I feel like she is so invested in just wanting to be by herself and she if she already didn't go with tia or adina i don't know that she'll go with anybody at least for the first five episodes over the next season i think she's probably going to take some time by herself and if she does need somebody like she'll always have adina there because it's kind of hard like i feel like things closed with adina but they didn't
1: really like close yeah. like there's
0: always going to be something there
1: I mean, for sure. I I definitely think that for the near future, we're not going to see Kat exploring any relationship. But, I mean, I guess I'm just thinking down the line of, like, seasons, you know, four, five, and six. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully we get those that, you know, Kat might explore other relationships before finally making her way back to Adina because, of course, like, you're saying that you think they're endgame.
0: They are. I do hope so. You guys, once again, I want to apologize. I know that right now I think... The video is um frozen. It's frozen. But that we're, we're lip singing. Yes, we are lip singing. I'm so glad you guys. New show. <laughs> lip <Lip-sing. Lip-sing> battle. <laughs> yeah. Um but if you are on iTunes and you're listening to us, hi guys. Um there we're having issues with our video footage, but um, I you know, think we will continue, and then hopefully they'll be able to resolve this issue soon.
1: <laughs> you know what, Carla? Speaking of iTunes, we always want to give some iTunes love. Yes. And just like Scarlett with the fall issue, there's so much content to explore on YouTube, obviously, but of course iTunes, as we had just mentioned. So, you know, even though our video is lagging, you know, once you're able to get it up and explore this content, be sure to Give us a thumbs up and subscribe. And, of course, if you're on iTunes, give us that five-star rating because, you know, one through four doesn't work anyway. <laughs> uh, but no matter where you are, please leave us a content uh, comment because we love you getting involved in the discussion. We love everything, you, all the opinions you have to bring to the bold type and all the bold issues you want to talk about. So please do that. And, you know, being a part of Afterbus has meant so much to all of us, and we're so excited that we get to bring you this content and talk about stuff that we love and get you involved in the conversation as well. So just be sure to keep on loving our shows, and be sure to tell your friends, because that helps us, too. <laughs> the more, the merrier. Um, okay, so next,
0: I'm going to talk about—I'm trying to decide, because I they're both, like, really good. But let's go with Sutton. Yes. Okay. Um, Sutton wants to... She does her fashion show. She wants to create clothes for everyday women, not only models, which I thought was awesome. It was so nice that she was a risk taker. She went for it. It went great. She ends up having to design this dress for Joanna Coles. However, when she comes in the next day... um, Jacqueline decided to redo the whole magazine. So they're really busy, and she kind of gets to experience her job of, like, kind of styling and being in the photo shoots. What did you think about that and kind of, like, her
1: passion and her testing the waters for both? I really like that she got the opportunity to test the waters with her career. I think, you know, in your head, and I think, uh, excuse me, specifically, this episode of The Bull Type kind of really touched upon that topic of, you tell yourself one thing, but because we're human, we when that, you know, thing finally comes upon us, we tend to do something that we never thought that we did, as we'll get into when we discuss Jane and Pinstripe. But but I, or like Kat and Adina, we would guess yeah, they would be back together. Exactly. And then she's like, well, this is actually not what I wanted. Exactly. And then with Sutton, you know, she was probably telling herself for a while now, you know, I really want to be a designer. I really want to be a designer. And so she felt she really had to be a designer and, you know, kind of, give up the fun of her work at Scarlet to be able to do stuff like design this dress. Yeah. Um. So I'm very happy that she got the chance to actually work through that. And to be perfectly honest, she made a very good point of, like, design is very lonely. I like being kind of around lively people and getting yeah. to be creative. So I'm proud of her. I'm proud that she had... What's the word I'm looking for? She... That she had... I guess, security and knowing that, hey, I tried this. I realized it wasn't what I thought it would be. But she was good at it. But she was good at it. Mm -hmm. But I found what I am also good at and what I also love. So I'm going to stick with this. And it's that that whole
0: thing about love what you do is so true. You really want to love what you do because that way you'll be happy in your workplace and you do spend so much time in the workplace. So it's important for you to find something that you really like to do. So make sure that you test it out have fun with it there i think that most of us have like a certain timeline that we're trying to kind of like fulfill we're like oh i need to do this by this but really you can try anything at any given age if tomorrow you're like you know what i actually want to be a fitness trainer then you go take those fitness classes and you go teach and if you hate it then whatever at least you tried it you mm-hmm. lose absolutely nothing with trying a new pathway a new career because you never know maybe you'll love what you ended up leaving, and then you'll be back
1: <laughs> and i just want to give a shout out to our wonderful engineer for for fixing the issue and then now our fans can hear us yay which is very exciting
0: I know. We've been having a full conversation by ourselves. (laughs) You guys, we covered so much while you guys were gone, but we talked about Kat and her basically breaking up with Tia and Adina. Whatever you guys think, um, write it in the comments and I will go ahead and give you guys a shout out. Thank you so much for being so patient. We really, 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 extremely appreciate it. Um but now just going with Sutton um what do you think about her kind of pushing Richard to to follow his goal Here's the thing
1: I Here's the thing I I love the fact that Sutton is being really supportive and pushing Richard to do something that she sees that he's passionate about you know it's not something that he just says like she has physically seen how excited he gets when he talks about this new opportunity so I'm very happy that she's pushing him in that direction. However, what I'm curious about is she kind of just gave him this flight ticket to go to San Francisco, but obviously they didn't really have a conversation of like doing long distance. Or even the first thing that popped into my mind is how long will he be in San Francisco for? Because it seems like his friend, this friend of his, really wants to do this startup in San Francisco. And I get the impression that it'll be there for a while, yeah. which means Richard might be out there for a while. And I'm like, hmm, did you guys have that conversation? You know, yeah. like, how long... It, like, if he does go, like, how long exactly you'll be doing this?
0: And when is it is long, like, too long, you know? Yeah. Um, I totally get your point of view, and I didn't even think about it. But for me, I was just like, I am so thankful that she's kind of even thinking about doing this, because sometimes... When you are in a relationship, they, people tend to be selfish, and the fact that she was like, you know what, I had my chance, and I tried it, and one of the reasons why I think that she was like, oh, I'm going to give him a try is because she thinks that he might have, and this could be sort of like a prediction, and it could totally not be accurate, but I feel like she could think, well, I tried what I was passionate about, and I didn't like it, so maybe if he tries it, he won't like oh. it, and he come back.
1: Oh. You know, because that's
0: kind of where she's coming from right now. Yeah.
1: Oh, see, it's funny how you didn't really think about what I said, because I had no idea. That did not pop in my head what you just said of how... But see, that makes me worry a little bit in the sense, like, setting up to fail I don't think is the proper expression to use here. (laughs) But I feel like that is kind of the close equivalent of, like, maybe she has that slight hope in the back of her head so that it doesn't... Or and happen?
0: honestly she's hopeful too that like maybe if it does go well they'll be able to kinda he'll be able to come back. I mean, you guys. You know that I'm team Sutton and Richard from episode one, season one. So for me they're end game. Is Richard gonna go to San Francisco? Yes, maybe. Is he gonna come back? Most definitely. Are they end game? Yes, definitely. Is there going to be a wedding? I totally think so. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, i have keep um, on that. <laughs> so for now we're just going to be okay with the fact that she's being understanding i think that's that's what i was waiting for her to do because last episode when she was like oh well are you thinking about taking it she wasn't very supportive of the fact that he was maybe wanting to like pursue this and this was the thing that we like we talked about but i think that it was great that she bought it i Mm -hmm. i don't like the fact that she bought him the ticket but i think that it will be interesting to see kind of how the bold type tackles long-distance relationships and, like, the temptation that comes when, like, your partner's away or the temptation that doesn't come. It's just kind of, like, it's
1: a new topic for the bold type to bring up, and I'm really excited for it. See, I'm very excited to see how they will tackle this type of long-distance because they kind of sort of touched upon it this season with Jane and Sutton. Granted, mm-hmm. their long-distance will has not been and won't be as extensive as Richard and Sutton's long distance. So I'm very interested to see kind of what side of long distance they'll tackle so they're not necessarily just repeating themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's a little bit different with Sutton because Sutton's relationship with Richard's a little bit... I hate to say this, but it, it is a little bit more serious than Jane and Pinstripe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that their relationship is kind of like they're ready for basically the next step, but they're not taking that next step because they're both trying to figure out where, what they're doing, which is great because it kind of shows like that even though there could be an age gap, that doesn't mean that the person that's older than you has it all figured out. So it's great that they're also basically tackling that, you know, that... At any given age, your partner might want to try something new, and you you should kind of be a little bit um, supportive about it.
1: Of course. You should be supportive. And, I mean, it's never too late to learn a new thing. No. Or dream a new dream. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so,
0: let's see. Oh my gosh. Amy Motorhouse, thank you so much for joining us and being so patient. I saw you here, Amy. Shout out to you. And she said that perhaps Sutton wants to bed all to herself. Hey, that's great.
1: <laughs> Having a bed for yourself is awesome, okay? <laughs> it is. And I feel like uh, what Richard is a king-size bed kind of person, so imagine that room. That space. I I can, she'll probably live it up for like maybe the first few days and then it'll maybe start to hit her that she misses him and we'll start to explore that part of the relationship. I have a question for you. Yes.
0: Do you think that Sutton is going to
1: stay at Richard's place or she's going to move back with Jane? Ooh. Um, Well, I think in the beginning of the season, she's going to have to, she's going to kind of be forced to stay at Richard's because there's no room for her at Jane's because Alex is still there. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. So so unless, you know, in the beginning of the season Alex is like, Hey, my apartment is fixed. I don't need to stay here anymore, then maybe Sutton will go stay with Jane just just as just a sense to not feel lonely. You okay. know, when she goes home at night every single day and it's just her so Because she was just talking about the fact that she didn't like
0: working by herself and now she'll be by herself potentially. And I don't think that she's lived by herself before. So this could be also a new thing that they tackle of like living by yourself when you've never had to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My life. <laughs> um, okay, so now, we are saving, not the best for last, but she's kind of the best for last, because Jane was so strict last episode to say that she won't be with anybody who cheats on her, that she was not going to get back with the pinstripe, but things happen to change this episode. Um, so, Jane had to go cover the 90-second street-wide panel, and Pinstripe decided to show up and ask a question that was not a question. What did you think when he showed up? Like, what was your original thought?
1: You were like, Not the right time, dude! (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. I cringed so hard. Like, Mm -hmm. I know it was a very sweet, emotional, genuine message he was trying to send to Jane, but I thought it was... And granted, maybe this was his idea of, like, this is the only way she'll hear me out, so I have to do it, but I just thought it was very wrong time, bad timing. I thought it was cringy because he's saying all of this and everyone in the audience and probably the rest of the people on the panel are like, what is this guy talking about? And you could totally tell that Jane was a little bit uncomfortable while he was talking as well. Yeah, because even though maybe the rest of the people in the room didn't know that he was talking to Jane, it was still uncomfortable. And yeah, Yeah. I have to admit, I cringed. I was like, Ryan, no, not not the right time, dude. Yeah, I was actually
0: afraid that he was literally going to ask a question to Jane about something that was not gonna look good just during the panel so I kind of got afraid in the beginning and then as he started talking and going on and I was like okay like it's okay that you kind of did this but it's also not okay like I this is not the right time not the place there's a time and place for everything and that wasn't the place or the time so I agree with you.
1: I wonder if you know going back and watching the episode if what Jane's response would have been if he had asked something like I know someone who made a mistake with his girlfriend as, you know, as a journalist or whatever. What would you explain or, like, how would you handle the situation? Or like, what would you think? Would you, as as a, you know, as the feminist, would you take him back or would you not? Like, what's going I like on? The, I like the turn of the because at, in the
0: beginning I was like, what could he possibly ask when this article is so specific to, like, the Pamela Dolan story, you know, so I was like, "This is a very dangerous story for him to want to ask a question for." Mm-hmm. So I like the turn of like the whole feminist part of it. I yeah, that. it would have been nice for him to actually ask a question, but it would have made me feel less cringy. Yeah, it was cringy, but you guys, I think this is the first time that
1: he said, "I love you" to Jane. Oh, he was—he totally did, and that heart—that excuse me, that part did make me melt. Yes, it. I still think it was the wrong place, wrong time, but I'm happy that he said it. Yeah, I think he said
0: it. It was necessary. And I think that he went all out and he did whatever he had to because he knew that he wasn't going to have another chance, which I think it's really interesting that he just kind of
1: showed up and he was like, hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm happy with kind of how things... The end result of this whole storyline. Just because at the end of last episode, once he revealed that to Sutton, immediately my initial thought was like, well, there's the end of that relationship. And I was disappointed because I really liked their relationship. But I always felt like Jane was someone who, you know, once she says something, she sticks to it. And I was like, I feel like Jane is the kind of person to have made it up in her head that if she ever, you know, was in the situation where she was cheated on, she wouldn't put up with it. Yeah. And so I was very sad because I was like, why'd you do that, dude? Like I really liked to see where you're going, but as what I but I love the fact that this episode touched upon the topic of kind of what we were talking about earlier of excuse me, how you can say one thing and think that you're gonna do that thing and try and mm-hmm. stick to your guns. But as Sun said, we're human. Yeah. And looking on it as an outsider looking in, it's very easy to say like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Dump him. Dump him. Yeah, But, you know, Jane was with him. She was feeling love for him. So it was very hard for her to just kind of kick that relationship to the curb. Yeah.
0: And, see, I totally, like, understand that. And I thought it was really interesting how they touched upon, like, the labels. Because as... We talked about it in the previous like episodes. We knew that something was going to happen with the relationship, and we did not want that to go through because we were so afraid. And of course, it had to be a cheating stor- story because it's television, guys. We we need to need that it. drama. You know, we need the drama. But um, I think it was handled really well, and I like mm-hmm. the fact that they brought up the labels and the fact that she was thinking like oh, I I can't get back with him because I've said that I can't beat with a cheater. And it was more of like, it's something that she set herself and not that necessarily, like, anybody else told her to do. It was just by her, like, on her own, I mean, actions, what she wanted to do. So I think it was really awesome that she kind of was like, okay, you know what, I do love him, which she admitted. Mm -hmm. And then she went to go find her prince charming for now. (laughs) I
1: mean... Here's the thing. I think between because Candina were never really together this season, and she was only seeing Tia. they were never an official couple. Obviously, I think that, and I don't want it to happen, but I think if a, if a relationship writing wise was to end first, It would be Pinstripe and Jane before Richard and Sutton. Yeah, of course. But it still makes me sad because I really do enjoy their dynamic Mm -hmm. and how they both kind of, you know, support each other and have the same line of work and want to see each other succeed. And I really love that.
0: But... I <laughs> <laughs> um I want to give a shout out to David Fonville on the chat. David, thank you so much. I also saw your comments in here letting us know that you couldn't hear us. So shout out to you. Thank you so much for being so patient. And in his comment, he says that Jane better than me because if somebody cheated on me, they would get the boot faster than Superman can fly. Ooh. I agree, mm-hmm. and and we'll we'll touch about that. We're gonna like one of our bold topics is um second chances mm-hmm. after anything after any issues so we'll get there um, so to kind of basically wrap up the episode let's talk a little, about, a little bit about Scarlet. finally Patrick seemed to get on the same page as Jacqueline you guys it is going to rain outside because he decided to be okay with the fact that Scarlet is a magazine no matter whether it's online or if it's on print so that finally. was finally a good step forward.
1: I'm sorry. I mean, I was just... I'm so happy about that because, honestly, I was irritated with this weird, like, kind of at each other's throats, or not even that, but this weird tension between him and yeah. Jacqueline, and I'm like, and I and don't get wanted it. And him wanting to be better,
0: and yeah. it's like, come on, boy, you can't do better than Jacqueline. Jacqueline's... This is her magazine for years, mm-hmm. like 10 years already, so please stay back. Which I'm really happy that they kind of... They saw eye to they eye, they saw it eye to eye, and now because we've really been hating Patrick from for like episodes now, like probably from the beginning till maybe today. When I was like, Oh, okay, maybe you can stick around for season four, or maybe you'll get fired and we'll all be happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what do we think happened with Scarlet? Are they moving offices? Um, are they being shut down?
1: Oh, it's it's tough to Are they shrinking? say. Is it? T- it's tough to say because I'm sorry. I, I tend to forget his name. But uh, Jacqueline's assistant. Um, if you if you remember his name in the chat, please let us know. I'm. I apologize for drawing a blank right here. I think it's George, and I don't know why I'm I don't, forgetting. I don't know. I don't know. But his reaction seems very worrisome. Granted, he just seems like a nervous beat to begin yeah. with. So maybe I shouldn't base my whole observation on his reaction. But I don't know. I I think a part of me in my gut thinks that Scarlet Magazine is face is going to be facing a tough time. Yeah, I think that dig, digital. I think especially because you know the dot com got the Pamela Dolan story. I think Scarlet as a magazine is going to face some rough times next yeah. next season for sure.
0: Okay, well, we'll definitely have to talk more about it in Mm -hmm. predictions. Um, But now, let's move over to our special segment where we talk about bold topics. And the first bold topic that I want to talk about and bring up is the fact that um, Jane shows up at the pizza place where Pinstripe is. Very scary. And how does she do that? We come to find out that she has the Find My Friends app. So my first topic is Find My Friends app. Um. What do you think about it? Is it a yay? Is it an A?
1: Um. Do I don't you know. use? the I final have perm- never used that app. Really? Never. Oh my gosh. Never. I think it depends. It depends. I, this is one of those things that I think you just kind of have to have a conversation with the person that I guess that you're tracking. I don't know. I don't know. I. That's fair. I have never used it. I don't think I will. If in the you near were future. to use it, who would you share your location with? mmm honestly, probably my parents, since they're asking me where I'm at all the time anyway, and I would just be, just look at the app. Yeah, that's fair. Um... I would never share my location with my mom.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I actually use, do actively use the Find My Friends app, but I only have a couple of friends, and the way that we've gotten to use it is, like, if we go out, um, we want to make sure that nobody ends up in a ditch somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we kind of share each other's location, and we make sure that, like, we're okay, or you made it home safely. Um, Like, for example, when I went to Coachella, like, Our whole group, we shared our location, so we were always able to find each other. So that was kind of, like, really helpful. And now I kind of just, like, keep it there. But it is kind of creepy that people, like, some of my friends can see where I'm at all the time. And, yeah, it's weird. But if you don't have anything to hide, then I guess it's
1: fine. Yeah, Um, I was going to say, the way you used it, Carla, I feel is like how I would use it. You know, if I'm going out with a group of friends and you just want to make sure that everyone is okay and it kind of accounted for. And I mean, I suppose that maybe that's how Jane and Pinstripe are using it. I don't know, maybe... I mean, I don't know that I would share with my partner or somebody that I was dating.
0: I don't know why. I just don't think I would feel comfortable with them being able to check my location at any given time. Mm -hmm. I feel like there needs to be... Like, maybe if you're married, but I feel like a lot of conflicts yeah, could you, come up if exactly. you're sharing your, loca- your exact location with your partner 24-7. Because mm-hmm. um, one of them is going to be more controlling than the other. Yeah. And, like, for me, I hardly ever check the app. But I have friends that are like, hey, I see that you're here. Like, do you want to come over? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know why you think I'm there. <laughs> yeah um, But, um, David, yes, yeah, so we are low-key stalking. That, that is the thing.
1: Uh. I guess that's what you can call it.
0: <laughs> you can call it stalking, but you... Honestly, the Find My Friends app, if you guys have an iPhone, um, you can definitely share your location with anybody. And you could also share your location for, like, 24 hours or, like... Um, forever so and it depends and you can choose who you share your location with and if you're like oh i don't want to share my location with this person anymore then you can take it off and you could also turn turn off the app so if you're like oh i don't want anybody to know where i'm at tonight pretend that your phone died then you just turn it off mm-hmm. um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys way too much information for this okay now next bold topic is loving what you do um, very important i feel yes this this episode really talked about like being invested in what you do. And not only, like, loving what you do, but loving the decisions that you make.
1: hmm I think it's very important to love what you do because... We all know someone, or maybe it's happened to us, where it's like we do what we do because we need to, not because we love it. And I know sometimes that's the road that we need to go down, but obviously we always want to get to a point where we are in a position where we love what we do. And I think that just helps your mental health as well, because you get to get up every day, you get to be happy and excited for what you're going to do, you get to go home at ease and peace with yourself, as opposed to you know waking up miserable, feeling anxious, feeling annoyed feeling annoyed at any little thing that's going to yeah. happen or just, you know, finding reasons to be irritated. So it's very important, I think, to love what you do. It really helps you get through life because we all need to work for to live.
0: Yeah. Um, see, there's actually where I work, there's, like, cups and logos that say, like, love what you do. And, like, some of our water cups say, like, um, the glass is always half full. And it kind of just, like, reminds you that it's very important. Like, first of all, your work and no matter what age you are, if you are in um, high school trying to figure out what you want to do, or in college, or if you're already actively working, it is so important for you to find something that um, that thrives you. And I this is really hard to say because, like, I try to tell people like, don't let money be your thrive because, like. It's going to make you miserable. It's always better for you to be doing a job that you actually love and you like doing. And honestly, if you are in a position right now where you don't like what you do, try and find your hobbies and your talent and try and do something with it. Like for me in the beginning when I was first starting starting to get into like hosting I was like the job that I had I was like oh this is not what I want to do but I would go over the weekends and I would shoot videos of like me telling you how to travel through Santa Monica and like different mm-hmm. places and then I would spend the week editing and it was like this would make me feel so much better because after work like I would be able to like come here and now I actually love my job and I love coming here afterwards and it's awesome because I'm like happy the whole time so it is super super important You guys, you spend so much of your life working, so... Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Do something that you love. It's so important. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You can do absolutely everything that you want and that you set your mind to. So go do it. And then our last bold topic of the season is going to be second chances
1: after your significant other breaks your trust. Mm. This is tough, and I feel like this is obviously a person-by-person... Case, I think Jane brought up a very good point, kind of how she mentioned a pinstripe at the end. If I broke up with you, I wouldn't be breaking up with you for the right reason. She basically saying like she would break up with him because she feels the need to break up with him because that's what someone would tell you to do if you were Mm -hmm. cheated on. Um, But I think it depends on the person. It depends on relationship. It depends on how far into the relationship it is. It's, it's very hard to say how I feel one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's really just up to the person and, and dependent on that relationship.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's totally dependable on the relationship that you're with because you could be with somebody who you're like kind of thinking like, oh, do I really want to be this person? Do I not? And then they do something and you're like, oh cool, I don't want to be with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you're really emotionally invested with somebody then it's going to be harder no matter what it is. Exactly, like, yeah. It could either be cheating, Um. it could be anything else that they do, whether it's like a picture or anything that you see and you're like, okay, am I willing to give this person a second chance? And I think that second chances are a good thing, but don't get caught up in giving keeping giving them a second chance Mm because then it's then it's no longer a second chance it's like a third chance and a fourth chance and then then it kind of becomes a cycle but it really does depend on um, the relationship but let's do some quick rapid predictions for season four of The Bull Type and now
1: Veronica, of course. take it away. So as I had already kind of mentioned, uh, my gut is telling me that Scarlet is up, that Scarlet magazine it will face some issues next season. I think perhaps maybe they'll be greatly downsizing the magazine and kind of uplifting or like bringing more onto the dot com, which kind of sucks because we all, you know love Jacqueline and she was going into that meeting with the board so that's still lingering on kind of what decision they made and Jacqueline's not at the end of the episode no one knows where she is so maybe their Jacqueline is no longer with Scarlett which would be very disappointing and we hope that that's not the case yeah um i think Richard and Sutton will do well long distance. I think they'll make a really great effort to make it work. Um, I do think that we won't see Richard for the majority of next season, though. Which makes us all very sad. It does, it does. <laughs> and as far as Jane and Pinstripe go, I hope that they keep flourishing, and I do think there's going to be some workplace tension between Adina and Kat, because they're clearly on different wavelengths when it comes to their relationships slash past relationship. Yeah. Um, You guys...
0: I think that the downside... I, I don't think Scarlett is gone. I don't think that Jacqueline is gone. I just think that, like, we've experienced in the real world, and if the... Um the storyline is kind of basically following the whole peak on social media and like the digital world. Then maybe we can see like it's downsizing because the dot com is doing better. So they're not going to get rid of everybody, but they will be getting rid of some people. And obviously, they're not going to get rid of any of our main characters, but they're probably downsizing and having to move to a different office so that they can afford basically like mm-hmm. the same thing for their employees. Um, I think Kat is going to do fantastic on her own. She's going to be thriving with her career trying to figure things out and i think it's really awesome that she was able to kind of say you know what not because i didn't win i i she still has a voice and she's going to use her social media voice and her skill to kind of bring up those those subjects to the light which is basically what influencers are doing now um i think that we're going to see Jane and Richard and Richard Jane and Ryan win a relationship there different relationship. <laughs> I think Ryan is actually going to move in and that's going to kind of help their relationship I don't think Ryan will be in the beginning episodes because he's still going to be on tour and it's gonna it's gonna be where um, their trust is going to be tested again but hopefully it'll move forward and do well and then Sutton and Richard are going to try the long distance stuff I don't know how long Richard will be back for gone for but hopefully he will be back soon um, but for now you guys thank you so much for tuning in we really really appreciate it we will definitely be back next year um, for season 4 Veronica where can the people find you?
1: Hey everyone you can find me Veronica Valencia on Twitter and Instagram at it's me Veronica underscore V I also want to give a shout out to Sue Smith in the chat I see you and I hope I pronounced your name correctly yeah,
0: you guys, thank you so much to everybody in the chat that's joined us all week. Um, it has been very, very exciting. I am your host, Carla Beltran. You can follow me on Instagram at IamCarlaBeltran. Carla Beltran, or you can tweet at me at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. And of course, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV and all social media networks. And I will see you guys later. Ciao.
1: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.